0: Straight Talk Uncut. Hey everybody, how's it going? It's Telus. Thanks for coming back and uh, listening to another episode of Straight Talk Uncut. And this has being recorded on February 22nd, 2016. How you doing? How's everybody doing on this Monday Monday morning? Uh, so let me just go ahead and get into it. This, this one probably be uh, short today. Um, hopefully I'll put out another one or two episodes this week i'm trying to break them up uh just so I, i'm not you know i don't get into one of my tirades <laughs> i can uh break it up and and you know reset for each additional episode so let me go ahead and, and uh start with my quote and uh, someone recently asked me why do i start these episodes with quotes well a lot of times the the quote is what give me the inspiration for what I'm gonna talk about in the episode um you know like uh i mean th- there there's so many things that I could talk about, but I wanna not just be rambling on like I tend to do, so that's why I try to find some sort of anchor to um you know to focus on for for each episode so this um this quote is by, and I had to actually look up the pronunciation of this name. It's John McEn- John E. McIntyre, and it's spelled J-E-U-N-E. That's why I had to look it up. Evidently, it's French, so I had to um, Google how to pronounce it, but uh, again, that's John E. McIntyre, and it goes like this. There are those who dream and wish, and there are those who dream and work, and I'm, uh, I'm going to repeat it. There are those... Who dream and wish, and there are those who dream and work. And I, and I really like this because a lot of times we get into the, you know, the wishing state. Like I wish this would would happen. I, you know, I wish this. I wish I could do this, but we never do anything to, you know, to to um, to propel us. To, to doing it or to f- fulfilling those wishes and dreams. You know, there are artists who dream and wish. And there are artists who dream and then they go out and create work. You know, who they, they dream and then they put their creations into the world. You know, whether it's a personal project or whatever, they dream and then turn their dreams into a plan of action that can make those dreams come true. And, I, and I've been guilty of that plenty of times. Um to where there's something I I want to happen, but I'm not doing anything to make it happen. Um you know, or you I mean, it's just so it's so easy and lazy to sit back and and just have all these hopes and dreams and, and not do anything to fulfill them. You I run you run into people like that all the time who who had or has dreams, even if it's something simple, just to to go to another state, go to another country, go, you know. But they don't do anything to to get to that point. It's always something, always some sort of excuse, always some some something that they create to give them an excuse not to work towards it or not to fulfill it, you know. It's it's all about the work. It's all about the hustle. Is is anything can be trumped with hard work in in showing results. Anything. There are a few examples that you know I, I came across. Like I mean, not a not a few, a ton, a ton of examples that that prove how good work. Trumps everything else. Trumps any excuse. A good body of work can trump resumes. A good body of work can uh, trump any sort of credentials that that you think you need to have. You know, you, you know, any, showing and proving that you can do something is gonna trump any excuse, any barrier, and, and, and you're gonna only be able to show and prove your work through hustle, through actually creating the work. If you're a visual artist, you gotta show that you can visually create you know what it is you you're you're trying to create. If you're a musician, you gotta you gotta musically show and prove that you can create good music. Whatever the thing it is that is gonna get you to fulfilling your dreams, whatever it is you got to be able to show you can do it. You just can't sit and then think you need some sort of um you know, like something's going to just happen. Just 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 make just out of out of nowhere it's just going to happen just because you dreamed it. Just because you you know, you want it to happen, just because you're wishing for it. It's it's not going to happen. You got to have that dream. That's cool. Have that dream. And then you got to do something about it. A dream is just like a forethought. It's just it's it's just a prompt to say, hey, this is what you need to do. It's not it's not to say this is what's going to happen out of the blue. You know, a dream is like a, a, a foreshadowing of what could happen when you hustle, when you work. That, that's why, I like, I'm I'm in a phase of just all all of these ideas i've I've had in my head and I've ignored I'm doing them now I'm creating these personal projects just just for the sake of creating them just for the sake of doing the work, just for the sake of keeping busy because that's what i want to do you know and and that's what you have to do when you when you are setting out to create something you you have you you pretty much have to have two two types of mindsets you have to have the thing that's going to pay the bills, and it can be, um, you know, side, like I do a lot of side work, just just but it's with a camera, you know, it's with creativity. I do a lot of side work that pays the bills, but the things that I dream about come from a, a combination of that and also me doing my own personal projects. You know, you 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 it's, it's like my my plan is to to do a mix of both. And I've tried um, in the past, I've tried to do one thing, just, okay, I'm just going to pay the bills. And then when I have free time, I'm going to create these personal projects. That didn't work. (laughs) That didn't work. And and I've also done it the other way to where, okay, I'm just going to, it's all about these personal projects. You know, like I save up, some some money to where I can just focus on these projects and not worry about trying to um, pay the bills per se, you know, with like a second job or whatever, and just only try to pay the bills through my creativity. That didn't work either because, and and, and it, it it may work for other people. I'm just saying that didn't work for me because um, the the stress of one thing overshadowed. The creativity, and, and it just wasn't a good flow for me. So right now, what I do is, is I'm gonna do whatever it takes to not only stay focused on on the uh, personal projects and on the things that I want to do, but also do the things that I have to do. If that makes any sense. And it and it's it the, the and and the biggest difference is the level of focus. And being in the moment of each individual thing that you're doing, that that's that's the biggest difference. And for so long I wasn't, I was I, my mind was always some somewhere else when I was doing when I should have, you know, when I w- I wasn't present on a thing that I was currently doing, and it just caused uh just uh, you know a mental conflict. But and and I you know it, it, it's crazy to say, but a lot of it just comes with age, and it just comes with um. Life kicking you in the ass. Either you're going to stay down, or you're going to have to get up and say, "I have to do this," and and look at the long, you know, the longevity of it, and not trying to find a quick fix. You know what I mean? And um, I came across uh, three two three three artists in particular that I'm going to talk about just to use it as an example. Um, one I just recently discovered. His name is Rolo Jackson. And he's a self-taught, um, like like mo- uh, movie producer or film producer, you know, video producer, and um, and he's done these videos. And you can check out his website, Rolo. Let me, let me make sure I got the spelling right. It's uh yeah, Rolo R O L L O Jackson dot com. Jackson dot com. And I came across his work through um, the Creators Project, which is like a I think it's part of Vice. Yeah, I'm pretty sure, yeah, it's part of Vice, and it's, um, the Creators Project is like, it's just spotlighting artists, creatives, you know what I mean? Like, it's one of those uh, sites that, or one of those projects that are, they are about the independent creative, the independent artist, whether it's a musician, filmmaker, multimedia artist, photographer, whatever. And I came across this project um, that uh, about this guy Rolo Jackson, and he's a self-taught director, um, and he sh- you know he shoots music videos. But there's also like if you go to his site, his website, there's some documentary films, there's some commercial work, and th- this guy's a self-taught artist. And I'm just gonna read a little bit about um, how he got started. So he pretty much let me get it here. Okay, yeah. So he got started just by simply buying a camera, and it doesn't even say it's a uh, video camera. Yeah, I guess a video camera because he said he just bought bought himself a camera and taught himself how to shoot and edit it. He didn't. He didn't like wonder how he's gonna go to school, get a degree in this, and worry about somebody else teaching him. He taught himself, you know, and that money that, that he, uh, saved for, you know, you know, like if, if he would have put that money into a school or try to work to, to pay for some sort of degree in filmmaking or something like that. Think of, think of the resources he was able to obtain. And and I'm just assuming, you know, the resources he, he attained by, um, you know, not going a to tr- tr- traditional route of thinking you gotta go to a film school. He's doing it. He's doing his own thing, self-taught, didn't didn't wait for someone to show him what to do. He wanted to do something, he bought a camera, taught himself how to shoot and edit. And nowadays, man, there's so many resources out there. Free resources. All you need is to find a way to to get an in there And you can go to a, you know, join the library. Get some free access to computers, learn as much as you can from YouTube, and then st- you know, start putting the work out there. Another guy, uh, Casey Neistat, and he's uh, you know, I discovered him probably a year or two ago on YouTube. And this guy dropped out of uh, high school in the 10th grade and had a kid young. and He, he you know, I mean, how many times you've seen you've heard where someone had a kid young or dropped out of high school and they use the excuse of you know they don't have education or nothing like that i mean this guy is one of the top youtubers and and not only that he's produced for like major companies produce uh movies and videos and, and shorts and things like that and you know he, he he has a 10th grade education how many how many rappers how many like musicians you know with that same story um, and I even remember one episode on his YouTube channel. I used to watch it every day when I, well, had a cubicle job. I, I used to, you know, when I was bored out of my brain, I would just, you know, go to YouTube and watch videos and stuff. But you know, now that I'm um, four times self employed, I I haven't watched one of his videos in a long time. So when I uh, was thinking about writing, you know, get finding some examples, um. He came to mind along with uh another guy named um Richard Hernandez, Richard Coach Hernandez, who I discovered him on lynda.com. Never heard of him. And then on Lynda.com, Linda has a um, section called just like inspiration or documentaries. And I came across this guy, and I just like his personalities. You know, I end up watching his whole entire um um documentary. And one thing that stood out is, this guy actually teaches at UC Berkeley. I'm pretty sure it's UC Berkeley. Let me, uh, yeah, yeah, he's uh, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's UC Berkeley. He teaches at UC Berkeley. What he taught himself. I mean, matter of fact, he says that in um, in you know, in one of one of one of the, one of the uh, in part of the documentary, you know, he said he was asked to come to UC Berkeley to teach. On the, on a university level, what what he didn't learn at a university, he he taught himself that. You know, he's a photographer, uh, multimedia artist, and he actually won an Emmy for uh, I can't remember what project. Let me see if it says. It. Yeah, he's working at the um, he, San Jose Mercury newspaper for fifteen years, and and also two Pulitzer Prize nominations, and an Emmy. Uh, I can't. I can't remember. Oh, he's also taught at Stanford. Or maybe it's Stanford that he's taught. Oh, yeah. So he's taught at Stanford and UC Berkeley. And and I'm pretty sure he do, he don't have a degree. If I if I remember correctly in the um in in the documentary, I thought I remember him saying he either don't have a degree or a degree to where he should be teaching on the university level which I think you need like a master a master's degree. So they, these guys, they didn't wait. You know what I mean? They And, and, and it just inspires me to, any time that, that negative bullshit and negative self-talk start creeping into my head when I think I need something else, you know, I need something else, instead of just, no, you don't need to do anything. You don't need any anything else but to, to work, to, to put out work, to create. That's it. That's going to always be the answer. There's no secret. Anytime I see an article about this five, you know, clickbait, five secrets you need. And it, and when I, as soon as I see that, as soon as I see secret, I'm like, boom, you lost me. Because I know there's no secrets. The only secret is get off your ass, produce work, put it out there, and, and, and just go for whatever it is you, wanna, you, you want to do. Whatever it is you want to be, just start doing it. Uh, I'm gonna put links to these um, to these three individuals that I, I mentioned, and I guarantee you're gonna find some inspiration, especially especially once you notice, once you see their work ethic. Um, I mean, this they're not like fly by night guys, you know. They they put out stuff constantly, all the time. They have a body of work that shows they're serious. You know, and you and you don't hear them talking about gadgets and, and, and gear and and secrets. You just you don't you just see them producing work. Period. That's it. And there's so many other uh, examples out there. Matter of fact, if you have examples of that, I'm always up for for you know. I, I love reading about people like that. I love I love following people like that. Um, so if you you if you, if there's some artists you know. You know that inspires you that in the same way that these three guys inspire me uh, just send me an email tell us at straighttalkuncut.com let me know about them all right so yeah so just get out there and do work man get, just get out there and, and and quit quit lying to yourself thinking that something outside of you holds the key holds the answers for you break free of of, of, of being comfortable and stress yourself you know, that's, that's, that's my, that's my goal. That's my motto now. Like anytime I feel myself being uncomfortable, that's how I know I'm doing the right thing. When I start to get lazy and getting comfortable and relaxed, something's wrong. I, you know, it's like, it's like, I'm, I'm not doing enough. I'm not doing something. But when I feel myself cringing, you know, if I'm doing a project and one of the biggest projects that I recently been doing that's been making me cringe is my, um, uh, I've been doing these self-portrait projects, and that's this, that shit is cringe. It's, it's I mean, it, it, any photographer out there know how cringe-worthy it is being in front of the lens. And I, and that was one of the things I was just like, you know what? I was like, what's the what's the one project that I, I, I would like to do, but it's just so uncomfortable, and that's one of them. That was it. That was that's one of them. Uh, matter of fact, that's probably the biggest. Um, and I feel you know if I complete that one and then put it out there, that's the one that's gonna make me feel like I, I can do anything. You know, another another project that that uh that is cr- just makes me cringe is any sort of nude or what uh, b- boudoir type photography. And 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 one thing is not because I think it's sleazy. It's because I've seen few projects, nude photography in boudoir. Am I pronouncing that right? Boudoir (laughs) photography that looks sleazy. I mean, to do that type of work and not make it look like porn, it takes a. People think it's just easy. Like you just like just because there's a naked body, male or female that it's just going to turn out like art. No, the shit can turn out looking sleazy. It can. And I've seen a lot of it, but I've also seen the most provocative looking camera angles. And it's just beautiful works of art. Is There's not many I've seen that's like that, but I've seen some that just showing <laughs> a dude's cocking balls and it. And it looks less sleazy than um I mean it's, it's like when you see it matter of fact I can't the, the photographer there was a recent photographer that I discovered I had to talk about him on the next uh episode that I was surprised I was like holy shit and and um but it was it was like once you once you can look past the nude or if the nude don't even register. And you just and you thinking about like the light and other things that like that that uh spot spotlights the the photographer's skill that's when you know it's good but if you just see tits and ass and nipples <laughs> that's to me when when that's the first thing to your mind to me it it didn't it didn't come across right that's that's just my personal opinion if I see some new photography. And the first thing I, I think of is this is softcore porn then to, to me I it, it didn't it didn't strike me as fine art nude more so than softcore porn if that makes sense I mean I, ho- I hope that makes sense but so yeah you have to um, you, you, you have to do the things to that that's gonna make you uncomfortable that's gonna make you cringe that's, uh, that's gonna like make you feel awkward. Even if it's a project that you're doing in your own isolation, if it, it's still you know if it still make you like cringe a little bit, just break through it. Just just continue to 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 do that. You know what I mean? And and just think, don't don't even think of how you're gonna use it. You know what I mean? Don't even think of like, is this gonna um, is is this gonna gain you anything outside of breaking through another level of comfort. You know, you know, like if that makes sense, like don't even think of, um, how can I use this? Just think of, I got to finish this project. I got to get to a point to where I say this project is done. It was uncomfortable. It was hard. It was, it was difficult, but I learned some new things and I finished it. So, so that's how to be go. That's the only way you're going to start creating bodies of work. That's going to, Put you closer and closer to fulfilling those those dreams you been having. You just can't sit down and just wish, you know, and think think uh, stuff is gonna gonna happen for you. Um, so so concentrate on putting out the work. Concentrate on projects. Concentrate on on um doing those things that you 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 know you have them in the back of your mind, but you just you know you just gotta shake off that. Uh, or actually, you can't just shake it off. The only way to, to, to break through that being uncomfortable is just to do it, you know, just, just to go ahead and do it. Um, so I'm going to put links to those guys up on straighttalkuncut.com and, uh, you can, you know, you can take a look at them and follow them and, or whatever. Um, see what else, who else I wanted to talk about? Oh, okay. Two, two projects, two photographers, um, that I came across that had some awesome projects that I was like, yeah, that's that's cool. Um, one is this guy um, K O O S Coos Brukel. I mean, I probably slaughter him. I'm I'm gonna spell the name Coos K O O S. Last name is B R E U K E L. And I discovered him on Lens Culture. And uh, the title of this project is called "Reversing the Lens." And it's, it's, um, it's a project where he photographs, uh, it is portraits of photographers. So, and I think it's about 21 images in this project, uh, you know, spanning, you know, a certain amount of years. But when I come across projects like this, it introduced me to new photographers. And I'm just going to go through some of these photographers. Some, you may know some, you may not. um, the first one was Taryn Simone Uh, the second one's Robert Frank of course you know we all know who Robert Frank is Um, this third one is Reneke Distra and I mean you you have to go there but what I liked about these portraits what I I, you know what I like so much about these portraits and the way he approached them is they're so simple it just went back to the basics. You know what I mean? Just uh, actually, there's even one of Dennis Hopper. And I forget, I forgot like Dennis Hopper was a photographer and also a filmmaker. So I was like, oh, you know. And I'm glad he didn't lead with that one. He could have led with Robert Frank or Dennis Hopper, you know, some of these more well known people. And maybe some of these other ones are well known. I just don't know. Them. But it is a uh, Lou Reed is one of them. But it is it is a way, to 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 discover new photographers, and I looked up a couple of of these photographers, and you, and you can tell they have a certain like uh, I don't I don't know what to call it, but it's it, it's the it's the simplest form of photography nowadays. You know what I mean, like there's not you you there's no you can't tell uh if they've been photoshopped or it's just simple basic back to the basic and that's and nowadays man that is just richard Avedon is the last one on this list um nowadays it's just just so refreshing and uh, you know i've talked about that before that's what i've gone back to you know i've gone back to like just uh, my—it's all about what's in the image. Not—it's all about showcasing my photog- my skills as a photographer and as an image maker, and not my skills as a as a uh, Photoshopper. You know, like I—I I still do Photoshop. I still like like I said, I have other things that I do that I pay the bills, and you know, touching up images, do Photoshop editing, things like that. That's one of them. So, I, so I don't dismiss Photoshop. <clears throat> I'm just saying I had got to a point in my work where I was depending too much on, photo- on on Photoshop and not. I mean, that was a point where I would take an image, knowing the composition is shit, knowing like my lighting is off, like not even not even trying to get it right in the camera, knowing that I can go later and in, in, in post process. You know what I mean? And and I started doing that so much to where I was losing all the stuff I learned. I mean, I started with film, you know what I mean? Like I'm I'm not you know, I I, I see a lot of photographers my age who never even shot film. So when I say I started with film, I I I, I know the concept, I know the basics of photography. But when digital came along, when I got heavenly uh, into Photoshop, And I mean, my degree is in digital art. So of course I'm going to be inclined to do a lot, you know, to do a lot of Photoshopping, but I just got too dependent on it. And I started to see it in my work. You know what I mean? And and I know a lot of that just came with age as well to where, you know, I wanted something that's going to sustain, that's going to last. And anytime you can do the basics, that's, that's everlasting. When you, when you, have the basics down, the, the fundamentals, the, the rudiments of, of whatever it is you do, that's longevity. Everything else is, tr- is trendy. Everything else is, is a trend. I mean, look at how many ca- new cameras are released. How, may, how many like, new software applications there are out there to, uh, to hide the fact that you didn't do so, so you know good of a job creating the initial image. There's there's all sorts of it. But what's gonna last? That fundamental stuff. That it, all we, it all comes down to the back to the basics. So so when I, you know, when I see this this photo project, I was like, man, that that is refreshing, you know, to see these these classic it's classic photography. And on the other spectrum of that, <laughs> just when I just said all of that, you still have to appreciate someone who does you know, obviously, photoshopped work, but they still know when to stop. You know what I mean? Like they, they, they get it at the perfect, the perfect like that. There was just enough, and th- there was another photographer I came in uh, that I discovered. Name? I think it's Fabrice. Um, what is his last name? Uh, oh, Freddie, Freddie Fabrice. So his first name, Freddie Fabrice. Who's a new york born photographer who grew up in buenos Aires and um <clears throat> and I discovered his a project he did i think it may what what did I, say? I think it was on Lynn's work as well but I'm looking at his website now and that project is on there and the the project I'm talking about is he does he recreates like these uh this this one project he recreated these 1900s like portraits. Like uh, it, it's, I mean, but you you can tell that there have been photoshopped, um, but which is, uh, you know, no big deal. I don't, I don't say that like there's a bad thing, but what, uh, but what I like about it is the way he is like bringing the old and new together because I mean, it, it's hard to explain it. You have to see it, but he posed these models in these, um, like re, like the, like these, well, 1900s type um, themes and particularly sports. Like this first chick, she's uh, dressed as an uh, equestrian. And then the second guy is like a fencing, he's in like a fencing gear, but the portrait is, it, it is kind of nostalgic. The one I like the most though, is the one of this <clears throat> this boxer. And for some reason, um, the, he reminds me of if you if you have watched the Justice League series, the Justice League Unlimited, the animated series, that the the artwork and is that stylized retro type type look, um, and this guy the boxer, he looks like that sort of drawing, like like um, you know like the the Batman the the animated series and the uh, I it's hard for me to explain, but that stylized um, to where it's not heavily detailed. You know what I mean? Like, like the the artwork is not heavily detailed. So this this boxer and there was another one of this same model um, to where he put you in that era more so. The, the, the next one's the same same uh, model. I think is the same. Is that the same model? Yeah, it's the same model. Uh, he's in football gear, but it's still, for some reason, it's the lines in his face. He just has that, like, it's almost per- like perfect. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, so like some of the other models, they look contemporary, even though they're dressed in this, um, uh, you know, just retro, like coat, uh, gear. But for some reason, that that guy in particular, he just has the look. Oh, and then so the other series is the Renaissance series by the same guy, Freddie Fabrice, and <laughs> he stages um, he stages these mechanics in these like Renaissance, like he recreates these Renaissance paintings with mechanics. Like this one guy, uh, this is like the Last Supper, and you have these mechanics around. <laughs> but the the way he does it like even the um, I mean you just have to see it the the elements he used are so uh, recognizable but if you were looking at it from a distance you know it looks like the last supper and then when you get up close it's like it's like mechanics are waiting on this guy to say hey checks to be out on Friday you know what I mean <laughs> you, you just gotta see it and, and again, I'll put some links up or you can just go to Fabrice and that's F-A-B-R-I-S photo.com and then click on latest work. That's where you're going to find uh, these these series uh, that I'm talking about. So yeah, man, I love seeing, and it, I mean, it just ex- inspires me to, to um, you know, to, to to push through the projects I'm creating because maybe one day somebody be on a podcast talking about some project I did um, but yeah check check that out again I'm gonna put links up about all this stuff I'm yammering about on um, straight talk or just you know just replay pause and do a search for the it. stuff I'm talking about and um, once again man if you got questions comments uh, you got something to say the best way to do it is to just email me tell us at straighttalkuncut.com. that's 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 the only thing i check on a regular basis i, I maybe i may check it too much but um th- yeah that's that's the best always the best way to to get in touch with me tell us at straighttalkuncut.com. All right, i think i'm a, i'm i'm going to cut this one out for now and um catch you guys on the next episode so until then i appreciate you coming back listening um again if you have comments questions hit me up on my email until next time you know like i always say i don't know a lot but what i do know i talk straight about talk to you guys next time